no matter what your view around money was, was a kid, whatever money was like when you were younger, dig into that. And I want to remind you all that you have to make the choice to reprogram yourself from that childlike state to the fully resourced adult that you are, to make that child within yourself feel safe about money if you want to bring in more wealth. You're listening to the Rich and Hired Podcast with Chelsea Stokes. Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Rich and Hired podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about money mindset and how to shift your money mindset to bring in more wealth in your career and life. So this episode is for you if you are someone that is feeling like you want more financial freedom, you want to earn more, but maybe you're having trouble doing that, seeing the wealth actually come into your life, or maybe you feel like you have a bit of a mindset block around bringing in more money. So this episode is going to be all about how to overcome that. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to remind you all about my free masterclass, Career Drip. And as I previously mentioned, this is going to be such a fun, vibey masterclass where we are going to be covering how to create a career that is dripping in abundance in whatever way that means to you, whether it is bringing in more money, whether it's having a remote job, whether it's elevating your lifestyle or all of the above or anything I even didn't mention, this is going to give you the immediate steps to start to understand what you need to do to create a more elevated, abundant, feminine aligned career. And as another reminder, this masterclass just isn't for anyone that is female or female identifying. This is for anyone that wants to break up, break out and break up with that hustle and grind and pressure that we are so designed to have in our careers and in our job searches. I don't see that working well for a lot of people. And I have of the mindset that you can create a career that feels more flowy, more easy, more fun. And who doesn't want that? And I'll also say that by creating a career this way, you're going to get better results. You're going to manifest magic in your life and going to bring in the career that you are truly meant for. That's not only going to help you to do work that you enjoy doing, but is going to help you to create a better lifestyle for yourself. So this masterclass in just one hour, I'm really going to be covering a lot of information to help you start thinking about how you can create a career like this. And I am so, so, so excited about it. It's going to be amazing. It's happening this month, Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to register, you can check out chelseastokes.com slash career drip to sign up. Whether you can attend live or you want the limited time replay, you can register there and you will get a ticket to the live event or you will get the replay in your email inbox, but you got to sign up to get either of those things. I do hope that you will join me live though, because being a part of the community that's going to be there and 
just being able to soak up the vibes of being there live. And also you'll have a chance to ask me questions at the end. That's going to be just an amazing opportunity just to be in the community and to be able to soak in all the abundance that's going to be happening when we do it live. So I hope to see you there. Like I said, chelseastokes.com slash career drip. Check that out to get your ticket and join us. Like I said, today's episode is going to be all about money mindset. And basically what money mindset is, is your perspective around having and spending money. The reason I wanted to cover this is because I hear so often from people, Chelsea, I want to make more money, but I don't want to sacrifice my happiness. I don't want to work more. And a lot of people often tell me I would rather be happy than making more money. And there is nothing wrong with that. But I really believe that this is not an or life. You do not have to choose one thing over the other, money or happiness, happiness or wealth. You can have it all. This is a and life. You can have a great career and happiness and wealth and balance. It is possible. And basically, this episode is going to be breaking down how you can start to embrace the idea that that is possible, and it boils down to your money mindset and how you view money. If we think about abundance, abundance is limitless. Only we limit ourselves, and that extends to money as well. So I don't think it is crazy at all that people are coming to me saying these things because think about all the things that you've been told about money, how money is talked about. For example, you know, when I was a kid, I used to hear things like money doesn't grow on trees or nothing in life is free. And I was also taught and told that people who had money were greedy. You know, think about people like Jeff Bezos and his big yachts and spending money, billions of dollars going to space. This is all part of the programming that we have around money. And what I think is really important to remember about money, and I've said this in previous episodes about your beliefs, but the way you view money was not chosen by you. It was programmed into you by society, by your parents, by friends, family, TV shows. You did not choose your programming. Our brains are like computers and we get downloads of information all the time, but our belief system and the way we view the world typically is downloaded into our brains by the time we're seven to eight years old. Most psychologists agree that your belief systems, your perspectives, the way you view the wor- world is pretty much in your brain by the time you're seven or eight years old. So then we grow up into adults and we basically have the same perspectives that we had when we were little kids. And so there's going to be things, of course, you might remember, but there's also things that you probably don't remember that you were told around money. Now, it's not to say that you can't form new beliefs or have new programming as an adult. You certainly can, but the large majority is coming from when you were a child. So definitely think about, and we'll talk about this in a second a little bit more, definitely think about what you were told as a kid about money and how that has likely impacted your beliefs around money as an adult. Ultimately, though, if we just take a step back for a moment and just look at money, Who is saying that money is bad or good? Humans are. 
We assign meaning to money. We assign meaning to everything. But money isn't anything until we assign it that meaning. Money is a neutral resource. That's all it is. And we are the only things that are saying money is good or money is bad. So it doesn't mean that money is bad. If you want to view it that way, then that is a choice. But ultimately, with the beliefs that you have around money, you can shift those if you want. I want to remind you all that your programming that you have around money, you might have not chosen the things that you believe about money, but it is your choice to change them. So if you want to bring in more wealth, you're going to have to make that decision to say, I want to look at money in a different way that's going to serve me better and it's going to bring in more wealth, more financial freedom for me and the people around me, or not even, maybe just for you. That's totally okay too. I really just, I get so heated about this because I want to see more people, especially women, more wealthy, more financially free. And that boils down to shifting the idea that money is bad, but instead looking at it like a resource to be able to build your dream life. Think about the things that are going to serve you better. Viewing money like that is going to serve you better. Who does viewing money as bad serve? Certainly not you. I think it probably serves the wealthy a lot more. So we want to think about ways that we can shift your money mindset to serve you better, to give you more power and bring in more wealth. And that's all that this episode is about today. So to start to unpack some of the beliefs that you might have around money, I want to talk about money and women throughout recent history, because there's so much that boils into why women have not had a lot of money historically. So first and foremost, of course, women typically took on unpaid labor roles. So if we think about being nurses, caregivers, teachers, these were all roles that were unpaid for a long period of time and honestly, not that long ago. So once these roles became paid, it's not crazy to understand that they were at the lower end because they were unpaid and now all of a sudden they're going to be paid. Okay, well, they're going to be paid a lot less. So historically, women are in these roles and there's just a generational cycle of being in these roles and them continuing to be underpaid. Now, certainly I don't agree with this. I think that those roles should be higher paid, but we think about that history of women being in roles that probably some people may still think shouldn't really be paid for. That's going to impact your beliefs around money. But some other crazy things that blow my mind. It wasn't until 1974 when the Equal Credit Opportunity Act was signed into law that an unmarried woman could get a credit card without being married. And if she was married, her husband needed to co-sign. So certain banks could literally deny unmarried women a credit card. And even if they were married, they needed their husband to co-sign. How insane. 1974, that wasn't that long ago. Let's look at 1978. Women didn't get it, women did not get protection for being pregnant at work and getting fired until that time. That's crazy to think about, but not unbelievable. But again, 1978, not that long ago that there were protections for women who were pregnant. Let's fast forward to 2010. 
Sex discrimination was not outlawed in health insurance until this time, until 2010. Women were routinely charged more for health insurance coverage than men, and it wasn't until the passage of the Affordable Care Act that it started to change. Women still today pay more for health insurance than men on average. One of my favorites to share, though, not my favorite, I don't love this, I get super heated about this, but one of my favorites to share, and I've shared this in a previous episode, is that women typically lose half a million dollars over the course of their careers by not negotiating salary properly and not making career changes soon enough. So I'm just going over this not to be all doom and gloom, but just to explain that there is a long history of women not having and receiving wealth and money. So your belief system is not only formed by your family, your friends, you know, what you were taught as a kid, what you believe today, the people around you, the programming from society, it's influenced as a woman, if you are a woman, by all of these things that have happened throughout generations and there's so much more than this. I'm just going over a couple of things just to paint this picture of understanding why women are struggling even today with having and receiving more wealth. If you are someone then that wants to shift your money mindset, and if you're still here, I'm certain that you do, we have to shift your programming because you were programmed to not believe that you could have a lot of money. And there's going to be four things that we're going to go through today. The first is feeling safe to have and spend money. The second is expanding your capacity for having and receiving wealth. The third is the scale of believability. And the fourth is your inner child. So first, as I said, feeling safe to have and spend money. So if you think about your body, if you do not feel safe in your body, you are not going to feel. So for example, if you are someone that wants more money and you want to bring in more money, but you feel like you don't trust yourself in what you would do with that money, or you are worried about what the consequences are of having a job where you make more money. If you don't feel safe in your body, you're not going to be able to bring in more wealth. And this is where nervous system regulation comes in. It's important to feel safe in your body first and foremost, if you want to bring in that wealth. What I find happens when I start talking to people about money is they start to get really uncomfortable. And again, no surprise here. We don't talk about money. Money has been made to be taboo, especially with my female friends, with women. We don't often talk about money. I definitely am trying to normalize that much more in my own personal life and with my clients, this podcast, everything I do. But At this point, it is very taboo to talk about money. It's gauche, whatever it might be. It's natural that you might feel like you don't have the resources to bring in more wealth, that you don't really know what it means to have wealth. You're you're really only kind of understanding it from the perspective, again, that you have from your programming. So if you want to bring in more wealth, the first thing you need to do is regulate your nervous system. Because until you feel safe in having, holding wealth, and receiving wealth, you're likely not going to bring it in. This also kind of boils into manifestation a bit and the law of vibration. You can only receive what you are a vibrational in vibrational alignment to. So if you are not feeling safe, you're going to literally block your manifestations. You're going to block money from coming from you. If you're feeling nervous about having money or, you know, all the things that kind of boil into receiving money, 
the universe isn't going to give you that. The universe is going to be like, no, you don't want that. You don't feel safe. I'm not going to give this to you. So in order to feel safe again, regulate your nervous system. There are so many ways you can do this. You can Google a ton. I have a huge amount in my coaching program, CCB. We have a whole lesson on this, but some favorites that I love are emotional freedom technique. You can look that up on YouTube, breath work, especially by Wim Hof. I absolutely love cold plunges or cold showers. These are all things to regulate your nervous system. So highly recommend doing this. This is the first thing you need to do if you want to bring in more money. The second thing you need to do is expand your capacity for holding and giving away more wealth. So again, the first thing is nervous system, but the second thing is thinking about, I think with money mindset, people think that they have to just have and hold on to money. That's not what a healthy money mindset is about. I want you to think about money mindset like you're holding a baby bird in your hands. And if you're driving, don't do this. But if you can, look at your hands and cup them together and imagine you had a baby bird. And again, if you're driving, just imagine this. You have a baby bird in your hands, right? You don't want the baby bird to fly away. It's hurt. It needs needs help. So you need to make sure it's going to be safe. You're not going to like hold it in your hand super tight and like crush the bird, but you don't want it to fly away and get hurt. So you're going to just like kind of like cup it gently. And that's the way I want you to think about money. I want you to think about money like a baby bird in that it's coming and it's going. You're not gripping it so tightly and holding onto it and like never letting it go and never spending it. But you're also not like opening your hands up and just like letting it fly away from you and just spending it willy nilly and, you know, just like going over on your credit card, whatever. No, you want to think about money as receiving and letting money go. And so again, to have a healthy money mindset, if you're going to constantly feel like you're holding on to it, you're likely going to feel like you're never going to have enough. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel like, you know, you have to prepare for every emergency. And I'm not saying that you can't like have a savings fund or an emergency fund. But what I am saying is I see people never spend money on themselves and, a lot of times you got to spend money to make money, even if it's just in shifting your mindset. But again, we also don't want to just like let it go crazy and just like be spending it on, you know, target runs or whatever, or just thousands of dollars on clothes. No, we want to kind of be in this nice state of spending and receiving. What this does is it starts to expand your capacity again for holding wealth. So when we think about money mindset, we want to think again about bringing it in, but we also want to think about releasing it. So the way I typically suggest people go about this is to start to find ways that you can slowly start to spend more money. Now, this doesn't need to be crazy. It can literally just be buying the pasta that costs a dollar more at the grocery store that you know, was imported from Italy. I don't think, you know, spending a dollar for most of you is going to like break the bank, but just like spend a little bit more or maybe go get a latte and just get the special syrup that costs 50 cents or a dollar more. Find ways that you can start to embrace more wealth. The idea of spending, releasing money. What this does is it starts to it starts to get you starts to get you in the headspace of someone who is okay with doing that, who is okay with releasing money. And when you do that, what you do is you start to bring in that next level. You start to bring in that person that is okay with having and receiving money. So the smallest way to do this is to, again, just think about small ways that you can think about spending a little bit more money. Don't have to go crazy. Just find small ways that you can expand your capacity for wealth. 
The third thing you're going to do to shift your money mindset is do something called the scale of believability. So what happens is if you say, okay, I want to get a six figure or a multi six figure job, whatever. Let's just say you want a 200 K salary for some of you that might seem achievable for some of you that might feel like, oh my gosh, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But maybe your desire for that on a scale from one to 10 is a 10 out of 10. You want $200,000, right? But your believability for that, let's say is like a four out of 10. What you want to do is to get your desire and believability a little bit closer. So let's say $200,000 does not seem reasonable to you. Cut that in half. Let's say, does $100,000 feel reasonable to you? Does that feel still exciting and desirable, but does that feel more believable? If the answer is yes, let's say your desire is like an eight out of 10, but your believability for that is like a seven out of 10, that's better, right? So we wanna get those number closer. But again, we don't wanna say, okay, let's go after a $50,000 job because maybe your believability for that is like a 10 out of 10, but your desire is like a two out of 10, right? So finding a way for you to believe what is possible and not setting goals that are too, too crazy high. Because what happens is if you set these really crazy money goals, if that doesn't feel safe, again, and this is where nervous system regulation comes in, if that feels unbelievable or triggering, your mind and your body is going to probably shut down. And it's just gonna be like, no, we can't do that. No, no, no. That's too uncomfortable. That's too scary. Shut down. And so you're going to, it's going to be really hard to bring in more wealth from that space. So if you're setting money goals, if you are setting goals for your salary, whatever it might be, think about this scale of believability. And I also want to mention, this is something I did not make up. I got this from a podcast with James Wedmore and Catherine Zenkina. So shout out to them. But I have found that this has been a really great tool for my clients to start to believe that what they want to achieve is possible. Because with money mindset, if you don't believe it's possible, it's going to be very difficult to make it happen. But this trick, the scale of believability will really help. The fourth and final piece of shifting your mindset, your money mindset, is digging into your inner child. As I mentioned previously, a lot of your beliefs around money were likely formed when you were a child. So it is essential to go back to that time to start to unpack what you were taught and reparent, reprogram yourself to be able to have a belief system that serves you better. So there are some really great journal prompts I'm going to give you all to start thinking about this and to start to think about what kind of things you were told as a child about money. The first one is, what are the common phrases, the things you were told about money? What did you hear about money when you were a kid? I gave the example of money doesn't grow on trees, nothing in life is free. And the third one is, what was money like when you were a kid? Did you have a lot of money as a kid? You know, were you able to get things? Were you not? Were your parents always worried about money? You know, what was money viewed as, as you were a kid? Like we talked about earlier, was it viewed as really negative? You know, was it very stressful? If you felt those things as a kid, then again, you're probably going to feel, oh man, money's going to be stressful to have as an adult. I don't, I don't want more money, right? More money, more problems, right? That's another thing that was programmed into us. So think about, you know, what money was like, even if you were someone that got everything you wanted, you can still have a money mindset that's not 
serving you. So even if you came from a family that had money, I still encourage you to think about this because even on the flip side, if you feel like, oh, money is, you know, whatever, money is always available, you could be viewing money in a way where you're kind of just giving it up too easily. So no matter what your view around money was, was a kid, whatever money was like when you were younger, dig into that. And I want to remind you all that you have to make the choice to reprogram yourself from that childlike state to the fully resourced adult that you are, to make that child within yourself feel safe about money if you want to bring in more wealth. It is possible to do this. Previously in modern psychology, it was believed that this wasn't possible to shift your beliefs, but you absolutely can. And I've seen it time and time and time again. My clients in my coaching program are doubling, tripling, sometimes quadrupling their salaries. My average client right now in my coaching program gets a thirty to $40,000 salary increase. And that increase I don't think is crazy because so many of my clients come to me being underpaid, not only because of the jobs they're in, but because of their money mindset, because they didn't even think about bringing in more wealth. So like I said, these four steps are going to help you, but inner child healing is absolutely going to shift your money mindset. And I hope that these three questions start to help you to think about what your beliefs are, what your beliefs were as a kid and how you can shift them as an adult. So to recap the four steps, the first one is to feel safe having and spending money with nervous system regulation. The second is expanding your capacity for holding more wealth. The third is practicing the scale of believability. And the fourth is diving in to your inner child and the beliefs that you were taught as a kid around money. These four steps will definitely help you to start to shift your money mindset into a place that is going to serve you better. And I hope this episode helped you today. As a reminder, I cannot wait to see you all in my masterclass career drip happening on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. If you want to grab your seat, you can check out chelseastokes.com slash career drip. If you enjoyed today's episode, you're absolutely going to love this masterclass. I cannot wait to see you all there. So definitely go ahead and register. Like I said, chelseastokes.com slash career drip. Also have a link in the show notes. Thank you all again so much for joining today. If you want to rate, subscribe, follow, we love to hear from you and you'll make sure that you won't miss a future episode if you follow and or subscribe, but we will see you all in the next one and I'll talk to you soon.